feel super jolly. Uh, even yeah, though it's I been don't a long time. feel super jolly. I think I feel jolly because we haven't been here in a while. So welcome to another episode of Black Queer and Dot 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 Dot. Oh my god, it's been so it's been long. Forever. <laughs> it's been forever. I feel like we did our last episode right when quarantine started. And then yeah. we were like, yeah, we're going to give you all these episodes. Um, That's but, what we said in our heads. But Well, I think we said it out loud, too. But like, oh, we did? Yeah. But mm. quarantine life just kind of kicked us in the ass. And then oppression and injustice, it just... And modern day lynching. And modern day lynching. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a lot. It's, yeah. it's a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. And so... Um, the time has been weird to do it because Jasmine was in school and I had to homeschool and you were working from home while we were homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the headspace, you know? Yeah. Just I don't kinda, know. Just, we didn't think about it. We had other things on our mind Yeah, and hearts, which just, you know, I mean, it was a sudden shift. A huge shift. Yeah. yeah. And so. I don't think anyone expected it to last this long. No. Um, like 12 weeks. Right. And then Long all the time, other shit on months. top of it. It yeah. was just kind of like, what the fuck? So we are here. And we're still queer. And At least I'm queer. Well, you're, are fuck? you queer too or something? Yes. Oh, okay. So we're here. and <laughs> We've been together all this queer. time and you're asking if I'm... Well, you weren't always something. queer. That's why I'm just mm-hmm. confirming. I've always been queer, dear. Queer, no. dear. No. Yes, I have. No. You can't tell me no. No. The reason why I say no is because when we were dating and I was telling you that I'm queer, you're like, what's that mean? I don't want to date a man. That's what no, you were. No, but I didn't understand that the meaning of queer. And then once it was yeah, explained to me. I mean. So you didn't identify as it. No, but here's the thing. That's not fair because. <laughs> Listen. I'm just telling the truth. Listen. Listen. If I didn't understand the definition of it, and then you tell me, and I'm like, wait, but that is me. I like that's how I see myself. Then I have known. I just didn't know know by those by that word. Yes, love. What I'm saying is that when we were dating, you didn't say I'm queer because you didn't have a full understanding of what it meant. That's all I'm saying. I'm rolling my We're eyes. We're on the same page. I can't be right, audience. I can She can't. Right. Not tonight. Everybody to know. So what are we talking about? Whatever you want to talk about. There's so There's much to lot. talk about. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. So we received an email mm-hmm. from someone asking if we could talk about coming out, mm-hmm. the process of coming out. And uh, there's this whole thing about, uh, yeah, modern day lynchings and injustice and, <laughs> you know, God, folks yeah. being killed for having too much melanin. I mean, there's there's a lot on our hearts and minds. And so um, I think we should have some focus, some, you know, so that it's not like a three-hour podcast. No, yeah, I agree. It doesn't have to be long at all. I think we can get to the email that we got maybe next week. Yeah. And tonight, um, we yeah. haven't talked uh, we we talk every day but like to the people in a while and maybe we should just talk like yeah let's go with our feelings and you know I like that it's we've been dealing with this quarantine and modern day lynchings and yeah. 
Like, let's just talk about how we feel. Like, how are you feeling? Right now, tonight, I feel blessed because, you know, I've got family and, um, you know, I'm grateful to be employed still and um, I have a few speaking engagements coming up. I mean, I I feel grateful, Um, but I also... You know, I'm always thinking about the fact that I'm black in a world that mm-hmm. doesn't want me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and I'm queer. Hello. Right. So um, I've just come to the point where I've said, you know, I'm willing to risk my life to be all of who I am. Like, I just refuse to live in fear. I absolutely yeah. refuse to do it. I'm not going to do it. And um, it's unfortunate that we even have to think about things like that because folks who have less melanin in their skin, they're not worried about, you know what I mean? They could, it's another thing that ever crosses their mind. Right. But for me to have to say that, to come to that resolution is kind of sad, but it's true. That's, yeah. that's where I'm at, you know. So my, my feelings are all over the place, basically. I feel good and, and grateful and I feel resolved. Yeah. I feel resolved in, in who I am and the work that needs to be done. I feel you. I'm, you know, I mean, you knowing me, um, quarantine at the beginning was difficult because, and even if I didn't show it, it was difficult because um, I'm not used to being home. And Shamia knows um, I like to stay busy. And so even if I'm working full time, like if I have a day off, I feel like I should be working. That's just mm-hmm. the type of person I am. Yeah. And so being home has been hard for me, um, even though Jasmine is home and I'd been homeschooling her like full time and then trying to like wash clothes and clean the house. And I mm-hmm. felt like I needed to stay busy because Shamian was in the office working. Mm-hmm. And I don't work from home because I work with kids. So it's like I can't work from home, right? Um, and even Jasmine's in the fourth grade, so... She doesn't need me uh-huh. all the time, so it's or she's going Good. to the fifth grade. Yes. <laughs> she she's keeps reminding remind us. us. Yeah, um, but it's like I feel like I don't need to rest, even though I do need to rest. It's like no, I need to be moving all the time. And when shit really started to hit the fan with our people, it was like the most draining feeling, um, where I just would be washing dishes and I would stop and I would come in the office like I would want to be away from Jasmine because I didn't want to see her I didn't want her to see me just crying all the time and I would come in with Shamian and just cry and she'd be like oh my god what's wrong and because she doesn't do social media like I do social media she wasn't all that's not true it it was before because I'm managing so many different pages like I'm managing the podcast page my own page Jasmine's page Jasmine's business page the church page like I'm managing so many different pages where I have to like just keep up with what's happening and the crazy thing is even if you're trying to just keep up with your own work if it's managing social media pages, you can't help but see what other people are posting. And so I just kept being bombarded by all the things that are that were going on. And of course, we want to be up to date as to what's happening. But when it's happening so much, 
And not only are you seeing what's happening to your people, but you're seeing everyone's opinions, negative and positive. This shit is just draining. Yeah, I don't. This is where Ray and I are a little bit different. I don't look at comments often because I know there's always going to be someone saying something that's going to upset me. And what will happen is even if there are a thousand comments that are positive, that are saying so-and-so is on the right track, that one negative comment is what I will perseverate on. I'll think about it over and over and over and over and over. So I tend not to do that. But because you know, because you are on it so much, you can't help but see uh, these comments and it's hard. So I'm glad that you pulled it back some because I know it was getting really, really challenging for you because there's always going to be some people who say, who's always going to be on the other side, right? Just like those people, like for example, uh, the man, or there's actually a few men that murdered George Floyd, the main guy who was on uh, uh, George's neck. What's his name? I don't know. Anyway. Chauvin, Shaven, yeah. whatever. Whatever his name is. You know, there was a, a GoFundMe that they raised 750K mm. to bail him out. 750K? So, That's yeah. fucking crazy. And so in my mind, I see that, but I cannot spend my energy and power there. There's always going to be people on that side, always. I'm heartened by the fact that, that there are so many people, especially a lot of young people. Oh, God, yeah. And people from different backgrounds coming together to say enough is enough. That is my focus. And the blessing is uh, that because of this quarantine, people uh, people's eyes are open even more because there's nothing else to do but to look at stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, but there's another side of me too that's like, mm, every time I see an organization that says, we support black lives, I'm like, where are y'all been? Right. We've been black for a long We've time. We've been black this whole now you damn care? time. Right? Now you care? It's like, so a part of me is like, mm-hmm, now how long is that going to last? Right. You know what I mean? And so I'm a little bit in anger, even as I feel heartened. If that Does that make sense? It does. I've never heard that word before. In angered? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not being funny. I've never heard No, that I don't before. think you're being funny. I think it's a word, in angered. I knew what you were saying. I've just never heard it before. Let me look it up while we're talking. Yeah, go for it. Um, no, I definitely agree, and I understand what you're saying. And I I thank God that I'm with a partner who was like, when I, I actually, one day I brought the phone in, and I gave it to Shamian, and I said, and it's funny because I have a phone and an iPad and a laptop, um, but I know that the phone is my go-to when it comes to social media. And so I gave it to her while she was working in the office. And I said, uh, with tears in my eyes, like, take this. I can't do it right now. I can't. And it was just too many days of crying. And I mean, the reality is that those sad feelings have not left. It's less crying and now it's more anger. And that anger has turned into now what we going to do. Mm-hmm. Like honestly and truly, and it has turned into okay. Let's organize. Let's talk about it. Let's like what what yeah. are the next steps? Right. Um, and I've always been that person, but for some reason, like watching those videos and watching, like just hearing and seeing comments from racist people that you know, 
uh, that shit is so damaging. It's more damaging than anything to me because it's like your whole life is being shattered in front of you. Like, oh my God, I, I never knew you were so fucking horrible. And it's crazy because any type of homophobic, xenophobic, misogynistic, um, racist, white supremacist, anti-black person, I have actually deleted a long time ago, but it's people that I still love and associate with that are speaking up, right? And Mm -hmm. they, but they still allow those people to be friends with them or follow them. So when they post up and then those racist and misogynistic and homophobic and anti-black people comment, I still see it. Yeah. Like even if I I haven't blocked them, because I just feel like, or at the time I felt like, I'm going to just unfriend you. I don't need to fucking unblock you as long as we're not talking or you're not commenting on my shit. Um, But if they're still following people that I know, and obviously I can't tell other people to block people or to stop following them. That's not my business, but it still creeps up is my point. Like I've still seen it. And so it just reminded me like, oh, you got to block this shit because it is damaging your psyche. Like it was literally taking over my brain to the point where I could not even focus on justice. I could not even focus on victory for black folk or, you know, what are the next steps for us? Because all I was focusing on was what the fuck do I need to say next to this white person who was pissing me the fuck off? Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, that's what it was. Or to this black, to this anti-black black person who is like retweeting Candace Owens. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, why is that my focus? My focus had to be on my people who need, you know, like we need each other. Like, that's where my focus needs to be. Yeah, and but I also get well. First of all, let me say, "an angered" apparently is not a word, <laughs> but I it got sounds it. really good. I got it though. though. <laughs> An angered from the dictionary of Shemian, Um just means that you're super angry. Just if anybody's unclear about that. But what I was going I to say, it. huh? I felt it. Well, what I was going to say was that I understand the the um, the pull to spend some time on the people that are like, oh, nothing's wrong with this because there's a, I think for me, there's a part of me that wonders, how could you believe that, right? And I, and I want to engage with it. Like, how can you not see that this is unjust, that this is unfair, that this is downright evil? Right. And so I understand, I think that's part of human nature mm-hmm. is right. You want to say, no, 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 these are the reasons. But what I, what at 40... What I've I've come, come on, 40. to forty. Come on, forty. Oh, yeah, snap, snap. Do people snap anymore? I, I don't know. know. We're forty. We can snap. Oh, that's right. So <laughs> snap. Anyway, I don't know why I'm snapping, but I am. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So um, for me, what I've realized is that at this point, really, <laughs> when you're seeing people being murdered. Um, Outright, and mm-hmm. you know that it's not happening to your babies, right? You know it's not happening to your friends and stuff. If you say, "Oh, I don't see it," you're mm. lying. You're lying. I don't. I don't believe anyone. 
I don't care what your background is, who tells me if you're a grown adult. Now, kids, I'm not talking about children, right? I'm talking about the babies. Right. But if you're an adult living in this world, I do not believe you if you say, oh my God, I'm never, you don't want to see it. Right. And so that's for that's me it where it ends. That's why I don't even engage folks because I, I always come with the assumption, you lying. <laughs> right. There's no way you can't see it. There's no way that you can look at clips of people being murdered in the way that we are and say that there's, that you, you know, there, I, you know, it's only equity and I've never known for mm. anybody and I can't believe this is happening. Mm. Oh my God. Oh, Becky. Like you can, you can stop save all Karen. That. Stop it. So that's, that's why I no longer engage people who are on the other side. I feel like they just want to keep their privilege to yeah. be honest with you. I don't believe because that's the privilege a privilege is that you can say, oh, I just never saw it. That's bull. Yeah. To me. I, I read something today. Um, a non-black person of color had posted. And I say this on the heels of just saying that I have like slowed down with social media because I have. I've turned off all my notifications and actually for my own peace. And it has felt really good. And it's so funny that these this last week, it was my best friend's birthday, both of my sister's birthday, my parents' anniversary, my brother's anniversary, my sister's anniversary. And so I've been trying to like, you know, post for them, but also remind people we're in this fight for justice and not read people's posts, right? Um, but like I said, because I also manage other pages. I have to see what they're posting so I can repost on mm -hmm. their other pages, right? And so anyway, I um, just was looking for this page to see if I needed to post anything. And I saw where another non-black person of color was saying to someone else, like, oh, we should take this uh, class on how to not be racist and anti-black or like to recognize it in our workspace. And that person was so mad at her. And they basically immediately, like even though she posted the, she screenshotted the messages and posted it. And it was very sweet and loving. I mean, whether it was sweeter and loving or not, doesn't matter. But she was like very kind in it. And the way that they reacted with such venom, it just, it's so funny how quick people are with the insults when it comes to racism and anti-blackness. Because instead of just saying, oh, I'm not interested in taking the class, it was like, you fucking idiot. Like, why? it was just so, <laughs> it was so How dare you? Venomous. You yeah. should just die right now. No, it, seriously. <laughs> it might as well have said that. It was just like so people nasty. People don't want to give up their privilege. But that's what they said in the message. That's what I was getting at. They said, if I have something, if I am have privilege, like le legit, this is what it said. If I have privilege, which people say I have, and I don't think I have it, but if I have it, why would I want to give that up just so for someone else when I know that I can keep getting ahead? And I was like, mm -hmm. I know people feel this way, but the fact that you fucking said this shit out mm -hmm. loud, mm -hmm. like... That says it. What the fuck? Yeah, most... White folks don't say it. They just go, "Oh my God, oh that." She just said the truth, and I don't. I don't think they were black. But, I think they were. They oh, were. They the were person that opposed not black, but or I don't think they were white. They but they were white identifying 
person. Oh, was of color. it Rachel Doze? Oh, it no, was Rachel Doze on the other on the opposite end. Sorry. It was a you know how like some cultures they feel like they're closer they're white. to whiteness. Yes, yeah. it was like that. I think there's. I think when you have been in the seat of privilege for so long, you just believe things, making things more equitable means that you just need to give up all your stuff. Mm. Like somehow you're just going to be. So when I think about, for example, where we live, if we were to think about equity, like someone's going to come and take our spot, because you know, here we have kind of a bigger spot compared to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Someone we says, we want rent. things to be equitable. <laughs> I think automatically people think, oh, that means you're taking my spot. Right. Like, so for example, like someone's going to move into this particular house right. and then we're going to go to a, like a, a studio <laughs> with me, you and Jasmine. I somehow, I think that's how people see equity. They don't see it as, oh, we need to make sure that we're building housing for everybody. To, so I have my space, right. you have your space, she has her space. Do you know what I mean? Right. I feel like people are just thinking, well, making things more equitable means you're going to take my stuff. Right. Which is why I need to buy up some guns right. so that you don't take my stuff. But if that That's, were the case, we wouldn't even be living here because the reality is equitable for like where we live. Do you get what I'm saying? I for do. For like where we live, it's the <clears throat> shit is not equitable. No. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we, I'm going to just leave it at that. It yeah. ain't equitable <laughs> at the fuck all. <laughs> like let's just be honest and let's be real. It's not. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's absolutely I'm, not. I'm talking about in this little yes, kind in of, this hub where we are. Right, yes, exactly. So just not as in an the example, town itself. And yes. as an example that only you really would understand yes. in terms of what I'm saying about um, equity. I just, I just feel like folks are just are afraid we're just coming for their stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And which is why historically have taken our things over and over, including our humanity. Right. We weren't even fully human. Like, how much you gonna take, y'all? Right. Like, really? <laughs> no, that's that. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, if you think about Tulsa and Rosewood, all that stuff, it's like the Black minute Wall we get yep. shit, they burn it down. Burn it all because the way they down feel to like, the oh, they're, they're getting close to where we are, and us. we don't want them to be as good as us. That shit is fucking crazy. This is the conversation we were having the other day when Mm -hmm. I was saying the whole, when it pisses me off when people say, um, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. And it's Mm. like, well, what if you don't fucking have any laces? What if you don't have the straps? Like that's bullshit. You're talking about over 400 years of oppression where we had to work for free. Yeah. We had to work for free. So we weren't talking, we weren't building generational wealth. Yeah, we weren't building shit. We were building for other people, and then at the moment when they said, "Oh, you're free," some people didn't even know that they were free. But then those who did know that they were free, we still had to work almost to like pay off a debt. It's like, oh, so we're gonna keep working for the same people. Now they're gonna pay us, but oh, like just pay us a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're we're. We're gonna barely make enough to live, so mm-hmm. we still gotta be a slave to them. Yeah, do you get what I'm saying? I do. It's like there was there was never a moment to build for the next generation. Generational right. wealth, as far as we're concerned, was bullshit. That's why there well, aren't very many black millionaires and billionaires. Like that, every time I, there was something, it was right. fucking burned to the ground. Yeah, it's right. bullshit. Right, it's, but we're still here. We are. We are still here. We are 
a resilient people. All two people listening to this, I want <laughs> folks to know we are There's resilient. Three. Okay, three people listening. We are resilient. When you think about the stuff we've been talking about on this podcast, if you look through our history, look at the number of times folks have tried to oppress us. We are still here. Now, you know, we're fierce. We are fierce people because it does not matter how many times they have tried to snuff us out. And I, when I say they, I'm talking about the oppressors, whoever those people are, right? Mm-hmm. We're still here. And like what you're doing with your group and what I'm trying to do with my activism, if we are vocal enough, if we come together and we stand up, we can make a change. We're seeing that now now because so many people are coming together and there are strength in numbers. There's absolutely strength. And what you going to do, you can't arrest 5,000 people. You can't do it. Right. You cannot do it, right? And so I am heartened by the fact that my ancestors' blood runs through these veins. That's right. what gives me strength because I'm like, they went through so much. And the level of freedom we have is something they dreamed of, right? Right. What can we do now to leave something for the generations coming after us? Mm-hmm. Like, Because we're resilient people. We're going to be here. And I believe that that's what they did, was say, what can we do, yeah. even if we're not free, or even if we won't mm-hmm. live to see freedom, yeah. what can we do to leave for the next generation? That's why it's so weird to me when people say, we're not our ancestors. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Because they Who were strong. I've heard a lot of people say that, and I've seen oh. Means and shirts, and it's like, well, to me, it means they're saying like, "Oh, we won't whoop your ass," and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, many of them, they they fought in different ways. Our ancestors fought in many different ways. Some fought with their fists and guns and weapons, and some fought um, with you know the pen and paper, and some fought with strategy and prayer. And we need all of it. We do. That is such an important point because. That's part of the way they try to divide us mm-hmm. by saying, oh, you know, only one type of activism right. is legit. And so what happens is that we're infighting yep. in our group because we're like, oh, you ain't really black because you're not on the street. But the truth of the matter is, like, even with my little work at the council meeting, for example, speaking up, that is still important too, right? We need people on every part of the battlefield yeah. so that when folks on the street are saying stuff and it gets to the to the um, policymakers, we need people there too to say, okay, make sure, yeah, you know, let's read through this to make sure that you have everything that folks have been demanding. Like we every need level. everybody. And the fact is that if you're black and you get up every day and you leave your home, that is activism. Yeah, let's come on now. I mean, I just feel Absolutely. like if we could stop being divisive. In our own community, we could do so much more, but that's part of how it's been set up. Yeah, that's I, why I think the drugs that that's, are in our community. You know what I mean? They, exactly. In, they introduce those things. Exactly. So we would be unstable. Those but are things ahead. that go have, ahead. no, I, I'm just agreeing. Those are things that have been introduced to us to keep us divided. Yes. And so the more we're divided, the harder it would be for us to come together and rise up. The, the biggest fear of, 
racism and white supremacist and white supremacy is a black uprising and not just a black uprising but like a black, black. and brown uprising yeah. like don't let all of the black brown and native folks come mm-hmm. together and wow. realize that That's we're powerful. fucking powerful yep. and then don't let the Asians and the Pacific Islanders join in that too and then it's like they would realize we have no fucking power yes they are the majority if we are separated yeah. but if we come together as a people of color fuck That's are you why, kidding me and historically it's always been like that even when you think about slavery absolutely when people were being sold off to different that was part of the strategy but the browner you get down the line the less you are is mm. how they see it and so that is why some cultures feel as though they are closer to whiteness even mm. though white people and white supremacy will turn against them in a fucking heartbeat if they have the chance to. True. And they do and they will. And then they realize, oh, we're not as close to whiteness as we see, as as we feel. Yeah. It's it's really sad and it's sick. And it's like the the more we come together, the more we will fucking defeat all of this. But the reality is first as a people, black folk Mm-hmm. We have to come together we have to, and fight we this have shit. To, yes, middle class, upper class, all the classes, all the classes. What right. the fuck? So that ever. means that means black folks who are upper class can't believe that they've made it and yeah, can't talk to folks that are like it. you know what Ain't I mean. Nobody fucking black. made it. The but reality is, black is 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 fucking black. That's what they try to sell. If you've made it to a certain point, right? Then you're better than people in your own community. I mean, yeah. they like Oof. this narrative has been going on for so long. If we could see above it, right? If we could see beyond it, and we could see our strength, our power, our beauty together, we could really do some things. And the thing is, the oppressor is afraid that we're going to rise up and do to them what they did to us. Right? We ain't exactly. interested in all that. That's though. what they're afraid of, and but we, we don't give interested. a fuck about that. That's why they want to continuously take us out because that's the guilt, right? But we're not trying to do that. We're just saying we're raising babies. We want them to be able to live to see right. eighty and seventy. You know what I mean? Right. Stop killing her. Isn't that folks crazy in the that that's the fear though? Is like it is. It's you're guilt, gonna do what we did, we to, did you. to you, yeah. and all we're thinking about is we, we want to leave shit for our kids. <laughs> not only do we want to live and survive, but we want to leave shit for the next fucking right. generation. Yes. That's yes. what we want. And the reality is, if fucking Oprah. Can be okay, racially on, profiled. Yeah, remember yeah. that when she Wait. was when I don't know you don't do, but this was years ago. It was like some she was shopping somewhere in France or whatever, and the person was hella like racist towards her and didn't want to like help her or whatever. Wow. And so the point is like. Black is black is black is black is black is black is black. You yeah. may be somewhere and they won't fucking recognize you and they're going to think you're breaking into your own fucking house. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. going to think you're breaking into your own fucking car. Right. They're going to think you're walking down the wrong fucking street even though that's your motherfucking street. Yep. And the reality no is money. it doesn't matter how much money you have. If someone who is racist feels like being racist that day, they're going to target you. True. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Right. Doesn't matter where you grew up. Doesn't matter that you had all white friends. Because at the end of the day, I've seen those people who were, it's all white people who have their one black friend and 
those are the ones who are talking in the most racist shit too. Mm. Like Dwayne yeah. was my best friend, but then they're like, <laughs> oh, them niggers, blah, blah, blah. They don't give a fuck. Like racism is racism. Yeah. At the end of the day, it is. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you come from, how light you are. It doesn't matter. Well, like it, if you're nope. like you do, there's some privilege. There, there, there is, is some, some privilege, but yes. I'm saying as far as racism goes, like it doesn't matter how light you are. If someone is racist and, and especially if you stand up against racism or anti-blackness, they're going to target you. They're not going to give you a pass. Unless they want to sleep with you because you're light and exotic. Oh, but plenty <laughs> of white people want to sleep with That's what I'm saying. And they're racist. Black folk. <laughs> no, and I get it. Yeah, that's let's the point think I'm about making. slavery though. Like That's the point I'm making. Yeah, and it wouldn't always like be you... the lightest person. Sometimes it would be the the darkest person, but mm. it, they felt like because you were exotic, they wanted mm. that that uh, sweet berry. The darker yeah. the berry, the sweeter the juice. They oh. wanted that, oh. but would still demonize you at the same time. And then say we were oversexual, we were hypersexual yeah, when it was, was part you of the narrative. that was I mean, raping have, us. They have we so many things, and we are still. I still want to. I want to say that again. They have weaved so many things talking about our men, uh, hypersexual, black women are overly sexual. Like we want it all. You know what I mean? We're the exotic fruit. Well, maybe not me because I'm masculine. So you you really would still want. be too. You would I'm be. not talking about back then. I'm talking about right now. Uh, so I'm, I'm just making it. Uh, that was actually supposed to be a joke. On oh, the side okay. Because I'm masculine. Oh, because I'm not like, laughing right now. No, Because I'm, no. I'm ready You're to in it. fucking You're in get it. out there. But like <laughs> all the stuff Don't they've done me. for no. centuries and centuries. Yeah. Thank well, you. Right. My usually, cup is empty. Keep I know, talking. But, but usually when you ask, you wait for a response. Like literally, you asked me and drink. I'm hype right now. At the same time. I'm hype. So this is what I want to say, that if we think historically, and I know I've said this before, about all the ways that the oppressor has tried to ensure inequity, we are still here, folks. We are still here. And if we could see our power, our strength, right, our resilience, there is so much that we could do in terms of equity. We're not trying to harm folks. Well, not all of us. Some people are trying to harm folks, right? But we're trying to say, leave us alone. Let us be, right? Mm -hmm. If we could come together, we can do so much. And, and I'm not trying to make people feel depressed and, oh my God, I, this and this and that. Because sometimes black folks want to bury their heads like, well, it's not me. As long as I do this like this and I do that yeah. like that, it's not going to touch me. And the truth of the matter is you can it lie will. to yourself as much as you want to. You're still black, right? But but the the for me, the light is that as a spiritual person, I know that it does not matter what anybody does to me in this life you cannot take my seat at the table, right. period. Right. You can snuff out maybe the breath in this body, but you can never, you can never take out the flame, ever. And I know that, right? Which is why I live my life out loud in, in terms of how I live my life as Shemian, right? right? I try to, try to just be all of who I am without fear, which is hard sometimes. Sometimes I'm afraid. But I guess the point I'm making is that there's hope, there's a light, and there is change and unity. That's what I, I guess that's what I want to say. And I feel like I'm all over the place because I'm no, you're not. full of energy and I'm just like, I want to say all the things right now. 
You know what I mean? No, I, I get what you're saying. I, I also want to piggyback on that and say, because I agree, we are still here and mm-hmm. we are resilient people. We are. Um, on the, I, I don't want it. To, I don't want it to sound like I'm debating that because I'm not. It's all this good. is more about like a mental health part of it. I don't mm. want our people to feel like we also have to just be strong all the time. Yes, because I feel like I we have that. had this um, mindset of we are just the pillar of strength and we got to yeah. be strong all the time. And the yeah. reality is, this shit makes you weak. Of course, it hurts. Yes. And like, it's okay to be fucking weak. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be angry yep. and to it's be okay fed to rage. Up. It's okay to rage. Yeah. Um, and this makes me th- feel like, this makes me think of the different levels of protesting, right? Like, we know that there's the letter writing and the calling and there's the organizing mm-hmm. and there's the beating the pavement and yeah. protesting and, and the teaching. there's the teaching yep. and there's the praying, right? Yes. And there's, Ooh, um, like that. and there's also writing. I know we have different feelings on it. I feel like there are here. What, what pisses me off is people value. They start valuing the loss of buildings before, over people. over over the loss of lives. Well, we go ahead. I was going to say we don't necessarily agree about uh, disagree about the writing. It's like what businesses, like black owned businesses. Right. I'm not trying. You know what I mean? Right. I know. Trying to get burnt. Yeah. yeah, because we support black owned businesses, and sometimes you don't know what businesses. But corporations and stuff, they that doesn't. I don't yeah. give a fuck. I'm not gonna lie. I'm. I'm my thought is. <laughs> my thought is honestly and truly like it's it's there's a point being made which is you know some people are worried about oh this business is being burned to the ground and they're big corporations which means they can rebuild when you take a life you can't rebuild that life that life is gone. Yep, forever. That life it's is gone, gone forever. Yeah. You have like if they have kids, you have taken them away from their children or yeah. their their husband or wife, their loved ones, whatever. Um and they're gone. And yeah. it's like there's no value for that, but we focus on landmarks. Like I saw people mad about Christopher Columbus statues being brought down. And I'm like, fuck Christopher Columbus. I give a people. fuck about Christopher Columbus. Always going to be people. Like, why do we even have statues for Christopher Columbus? The dumbest shit. Or these like... I don't know if you heard Aunt Jemima after all <laughs> these years. Well, you know they gave her a makeover actually, years ago. No, I yes, guess. they did. So she's thinner and stuff, but... No, she doesn't she have still the head has, scarf, but she has pearls and a little... Yeah, and her curl. hair is like... She got a press back. and curl. Oh, press and curl. But, but no, I read in the news today... That they're changing the image. And I'm thinking... And they're changing the name. But I'm thinking, all of this time. It's like, it takes sometimes, and I want to be careful about how I say this, but it takes sometimes extreme measures you don't for folks to, to go, for Fuck folks to say, oh yeah, now we care. Do you know right, what I mean? Right. Aunt Jemima has been a problem for a long, so I'm sure Uncle, Uncle ben, ben, they're going to come out that. and say, actually, we're going to change that to St. James. But what they don't Rice. realize is <laughs> that like, we care about policy change. Like, y'all 
changing syrup and we've been saying for years <laughs> like what the fuck why she got this headscarf on y'all change problematic and even so but long. never changed the name and we're, like we still Uncle were Ben's saying rice. like this shit the is crazy is the thank is you wrong. we've been saying for years but our Especially biggest issue flavor. has been policy like it's been policy. Yeah. It has been laws and policy. Yeah. And y'all are like, here, we're going to give you Ju- uh, Juneteenth off. and But we're still not even teaching history in school that is okay, telling kids now, about Ray. Juneteenth. It's tell like it, you giving people it, the day off, but kids don't even understand what the fuck it is. Yeah. It's like it's a footnote. I'm, Jasmine and I were talking today. And she said, actually yesterday when we went to Safeway, and she said, can I get poppers for 4th of July? And you, I said to her, you know, I don't even mess with 4th of July like that. July like that. I said, if this Friday is Juneteenth, I said, if you want to get them for Juneteenth, we can. And then I had to say to her, I said, you know what Juneteenth is, right? And she said, yeah, it's the day that slaves um, were freed. And I said, yes, but do you know that many slaves do did not know? even know that they were free until like two After, years later. Yeah, years right. later, I said, and the fact that their slave owners, their masters took advantage of them and still made them work. Like they didn't tell them. So you went in at the grocery store, basically. I did. I did. But she was so, like her heart was so hurt. It was just interesting to see her demeanor, not hurt by me, but hurt the fact that like for some kids, they don't even, they don't understand like, wait, what? Why would you not? Because there, she was thinking, it's law. Why would you not tell them that That's they're a, not free? And it's like, that hurt me because it's like, I, I, you know, a 10-year-old's mind is like, wait, we free, but you ain't telling us we free? You know what I mean? Like, that was her mindset of, that's not fair. Everything at that age is, it's not fair. It's about fairness. And the crazy thing is, we're battling this life of shit ain't been fair for a long time, right? Yeah. Like, and so it hurts me as a parent to be like, not, I didn't say it, but to think, you know, she's thinking of fairness as a 10 year old and to know that that's all we're fighting for is fucking fairness. Like, she's talking about slavery and Juneteenth. And I'm thinking in my head, we still fighting for fairness. You know, another topic, and I'm thinking about the time too, but uh, another topic to talk about on another episode is raising kids of color during this time. Because I don't know if you saw that viral video of that 10-year-old boy who was playing basketball in his front yard. And he's hid behind the truck. He hit, yeah. You're far away from the mic. He and hid behind the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I saw yeah. it. I actually and, saw it today. And that hurt my that, heart. That is the, I mean, I feel like some of the innocence of youth is being taken away for our kids of color mm-hmm. because of what's happening. So I think about Jasmine, who's having to deal with, I think Apple News said it like, it's not a badge of honor for black kids to know that they're in a world that doesn't want them. Right. right? And it's like, I think that's another topic. It's painful even for me to voice it. It's yeah. painful me trying to preserve Jasmine's innocence as mm-hmm. a 10 year old, but also making sure that she's aware of things. It's a very hard line to walk. It's very, very difficult. And we shouldn't be burdened with this. I mean, we really shouldn't. You know what I mean? We shouldn't 
have to try to like what you have to do in the grocery store, like talk about Juneteenth and talk about the fact that, oh, you know, folks weren't freed full years later and to hear her shop. We should not have to do that. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. sad. But we shouldn't. Um, and I, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I've always looked at Fourth of July not as a day of independence. To me, it's been another day where the family gets together and we barbecue and we eat. But you know, we kind of do that yep. during the summer anyway. Nice. Like we like to barbecue. But Fourth of July for me has never been like independence. That shit is <laughs> European. It's like European independence from the, the British. Yeah. yeah. And like usually it's the county fair around here and we go to it's the good. fair and there's there's a lot of fun. There's fireworks. Last year was interesting. We went to that one side. Yeah, and that lady was like, fuck Trump. This feels like a it's, it's just what did she say? An episode of Handmaid's Tale. And I was what? like, All right, wait, lady. Oh, okay. I don't you don't remember, remember that? that? No. Um, but I've never been into it because I felt like, why are black folks celebrating the white people here being becoming independent of the British? We weren't considered fucking American. We were considered slaves. We were mm. considered less than human. That is not a day for me to fucking celebrate. So I always just looked at it as, as a family, we get together, we barbecue. swim, we barbecue, we, laugh, we, we come eat, together. we talk hella loud, we listen to Frankie Beverly and Maze. We have a dope you playlist. Can say talk hella loud again because we talk hella loud. Yes. I know I talk loud. All the fucking oh my time, gosh. but like it is to like me. Shut up, Shmi. It's like hello. You know what? Yeah, girl. We hey. talk loud in my family. Like, I'm thinking your vocal cords are about to go out here. No, I, they're not. I'm I, a singer. Even when I shut the door, I work in the office oh here. God. I shut the door. I can still hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, girl. Like. I don't understand My that. My daddy I love talks Ray. loud. He's a preacher. Like I love he's a teacher. Ray. That's that's what we do. So I'm a singer. I, you know, I deal a with worship it. leader. I'm used to like, hey, some, no, hallelujah. I don't think Pastor Ann. Pastor Ann doesn't talk that loud though. Pastor Ann rarely leader. leads worship though. <laughs> like, no, I'm just saying she rarely leads worship. I Ooh. think if she did. Don't do that. No, don't I'm do just me t- like I'm that. joking. I'm joking. I think if she did, we love Pastor like, Ann. think just of Carrie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Pastor Ann is the worship and Pastor liturgy the pastor. She does not yeah. that's different from worship leader. Yeah. Now when she does, Pastor Ann can go in. She can. But when she talks, she talks at a regular talk. Oh, that's the point I'm making. Like even though But she's when been- she talks, she's usually talking about service. She's not leading worship. No, I'm like, talking about her regular talking voice is no, I'm trying to make excuses for me being loud. I'm just a loud person. Okay, maybe we should give our closing. No, that, let no? me finish. You don't want it? Okay, go ahead. I don't even know what I was about to say. That you love me? You love me and I'm the one you're gonna oh marry. I, you love so, me. I have to say one thing before we get off. I do love you. Um, I don't want to dismiss the fact that not only I feel like Black Lives Matter has become like a movement and it's not a movement. It's literally us as black folks saying that our lives matter. Mm -hmm. But we tend to focus on men um, and men are not the only ones who 
whose lives are being taken, women's lives have been taken, children's lives have been taken, trans folks, and trans, trans folks' lives have been taken. Yeah. And let's be absolutely clear, um, all Black Lives Matter, Yep. black trans folk, black boys, black girls, yes. black women, black men, yes. black trans women, black trans men, um, this is not a fucking joke. This is a war against all of us. And if we try and separate at this point between black men or black women and no, not black trans women, and that's bullshit. Go ahead, Angela Davis. That's motherfucking bullshit. It, it absolutely is because nobody's life deserves to be taken because of who they are. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you believe or what you think. That is absolute bullshit. And in the last like two weeks, there have been a handful mm-hmm. of black trans women's lives that have been taken. I'm not. Oh, it doesn't make the news though. Oh, it does not make the news. Yeah, it absolutely does not trans. make the news. And we care though. Absolutely. Absolutely we care. And and for me, I mean, as just a, a black person. Oh God, this is our community. Yeah. I I want to think and feel like even if this weren't my community, I would still give a fuck. Yeah. Because you are people and black people at that. So my heart is it's it's really hurting right now. And it's hurting for the fact that also not only are we dealing with racism, but we're in anti-blackness and white supremacy, but we're also dealing with fighting for people within our community who don't fight for us. Does mm. that make sense? So like one thing that I know for sure is black women fight for everybody. Like black mm-hmm. women, we we buckle down yep. for everybody. And we're called on a lot. Yeah, and yep. we're called on a lot. Underpaid and then at the and- end of the day, when black trans women are killed by black men, and by other men, it's like we don't talk about it because we just focus on black men that are dying or that are not dying, but that are being killed. <clears throat> and the reality is there's so many stigmas. Part of the reason I think that men kill trans women is because of the ideas that have put have been put into our head about the LGBTQ community. So then people want to say, oh, well, we don't want, we don't need to mix the two. We don't need to, you know, no. What the fuck are you talking about? Because any law that affects me as a black person is going to affect a black trans person as well. And so I don't ever want to get that shit twisted that when we say we're fighting for black lives, that it only means a certain group. No, we mean all fucking yeah. black lives. Hence the the title. The black queer black and motherfucking queer. dot, dot, dot. Because yes. all them laws that Trump was trying to roll back about black trans folk, most people don't even realize they don't just affect black trans folk. This is where people piss me off sometimes because it's like if it doesn't affect you, people don't care, Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like most people, even in in the LGBTQ community, it's like if it if the law only affects trans folk and I'm not trans, well, oh that sucks. But it's no, you know, it doesn't affect me. And it's like, 
you should fucking care because it does affect you. And guess what? Those laws could come after your fucking civil rights and liberties next. Yeah, and even if it doesn't, I mean, just human dignity. Human say, I mean, fucking dignity. For me, that's a dignity. <laughs> that's right. Talk. And angered. Dig you. And I'm an angered by that. So, um, which isn't a word that was. A but it joke. is. Did you get the joke? Yes, I said. I got it earlier, and it's not. Thank really a you. Word. I love you. Um, but when I think about, for example, my uh, undocumented uh, brothers and sisters, you know, I care, even though I'm not undocumented. Absolutely, I still care about the way that this uh, establishment has been treating folks. I mean, it's scary to think about. The fact that you could be separated from your family, the Shit. only family you've known, you know what I mean? Right. Because of stupid policies when this wasn't ever uh, other folks' lands. It was always uh, the land of quote-unquote uh, undocumented uh, immigrants. I mean, it's just right. ridiculous. So I care. The point I'm making is, is that I care even though that specific thing doesn't uh, affect me because it's not right. It's not right. People should be treated with human dignity and respect, and we should all care about that. Absolutely. All, we all should all care about that. Absolutely. Okay. I know that it's, so, here, uh, it's, it's late. This yeah. is probably one of the shortest shows we've done. Um, really? Oh, yeah. 52 minutes. We usually go like no, I think, an hour. No, baby. I don't know about that. I'm the one who edits. I do know. Okay. Um, I, know I just want to say one thing before we go, which is, I know that we're mostly still quarantining and sheltering in place, like things are being lifted. I just want to encourage people to still sit, stay safe. Yes, don't rush out. Don't rush out if you don't need to. I know Record some people are like, oh, this is bullshit, whatever. I've had people in my own family that have been sick or passed away. You know, I don't think it's a joke. I don't think it's a hoax, uh, you know, Whatever, but whatever you may think, be safe. Be safe. Yes, wear masks. May, wear your mask. Don't fight Bring, with people if if you know um, they don't have like just mind your business. And if they what's don't have a mask, called? walk away from them. Go your own way. Whatever. Uh, sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. All of that. I really just want to see us live honestly and truly in the middle of all of this. Um, and mental health. Some people don't have people that they live with. Some people are away from loved ones or they mm -hmm. have compromised immune systems so they can't be around the people they want to be around. Yeah. Reach out to someone. Talk to somebody. Talk please. to someone. Don't let pride take you down. Don't, yeah, don't please. Do this is not the time for that. We don't want to see folk losing their lives or taking their lives because yeah. they're... They're so sad from being alone because we know that that shit is real. We both oh, have yeah, been lived there. It. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And so, please it's do only not. By the grace of God, that I'm here. Feel like you are um, alone or have anyone to no one to talk to. There are online therapists or therapists you can call or yep. friends. Free clinics. Free clinics. Yeah. Um, you can resources. email us. You know. Um, we're not therapists, but I mean, no. you know, we're we ministers. can email you back. Yeah, we can definitely email you black. Black. We can email ah, you black. Hey, black queer podcast at gmail dot com. Um, hey, like I said, we're not message. therapists, but we'll we will you black. 
absolutely email you black. <laughs> and um, we don't push religion or spirituality on anyone. But if you want someone to pray for you, we will absolutely pray for you. Okay. Um, Guess what? What? I love you. I love you too. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just need... A- She's so mushy sometimes. Sometimes you just need a listening ear or a pen pal or whatever. So just please take care of your mental health and stability because that's what we're trying to do over here. And we appreciate you all. And we we are going to try and be more consistent in this this quarantine. I feel good being able to talk. It feels good. We'll be back. We'll be back. We'll Don't be call black. it a we'll comeback. Be we'll be black. We've been here for you. Black, 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 black. Okay. All right, guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. Oh. oh, yes. Uh, never mind. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's right. You didn't hear it. ASMR. Wait, is that ASMR? I do this. Wait, okay, you're talking all through my ASMR. You're talking all through it. Okay, Ray. Tune in next time. Next time. Ray. For another episode. episode. Okay. Okay. I can't. I can't work in these conditions. Let's just sign out. I wanted out. you to keep no. going. Keep going. But you're doing a lot. No, I'm going to do, do the, the I'm going to do ad lib. Go ahead. Okay, can you do your, your ad libs really quietly, though? Okay. Tune in next time. For the next. Wait, I said next already for another episode of Black Queer and. Okay. Good night, y'all. Good night. Bye. Bye.